Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsley. Welcome to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, episode 51. I'm so excited to be back on the MIC. You know, I'm not an MC, but I know how to rock the mic. So we gonna get right into it, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check out the podcast on Google Play, iTunes, DJ Bugsley 215 on SoundCloud. You can also watch it on YouTube, DJ Bugsley YouTube channel. But before we get to the shits and before we get to it, I got to introduce my brand new intern. He goes by the name of Nate. He representing TU, Temple <laughs> University. Uh, What's going on, Bugsy? What's up, bro? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. How you feel to be rocking the mic and had the headphones on and had the clarity and, you know, you got you got my man, I'm an Eric on the engineer on the board. You know, this is Gradwell Recording Studios. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we finally got it figured out. I'm excited. I was nervous, but... We just we just be cool. We good. It'll be all right. <laughs> so so tell my audience, man, how did you get to be an intern, bro? Tell them the process. Tell them why you wanted to be with the podcast, with the team, mm. what you got in store for the okay. summertime, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a fan. I was a fan for the longest time of the podcast. Oh, so, I appreciate yeah, that, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let, one more time, one more time. Let, 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 me, <laughs> let me get that, bro. I gotta get that on tape. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me get that on tape. When you say I'm a fan, I've been a yeah, fan. Check, yeah, yeah, I've been a fan. I've been a fan for a minute. Uh, started started watching it, going to the gym, cooking breakfast, just had it in my headphones. Uh. And then I saw you needed an intern. I was like, yeah, definitely. So happy yeah. to be here. Day one. Day one, man. <laughs> you, you know, so so did you tell your day ones that you that you had an intern? With yeah, as a matter of fact, pop? I just threw up an Instagram story just a second ago. Oh, you did? Yes, sir. Oh, so now your day ones now. <laughs> so Everyone all your knows, day yeah. ones follow you? Uh, yeah, yeah, all the day ones are there. All right. So what's your ultimate goal? Do you have a five-year plan? Do you have a thing like, that's what I want to do, exactly that? Five-year plan? Yeah, I want to go abroad and teach. Really? That's yeah. That's what me. country? I want to go to Mexico. Why Mexico? Mexico, the uh, the education system isn't where they want it to be, so teachers get paid the mm. most. Teachers are like doctors there. Wow. Yeah, so I'm trying to head down there. So what do you feel about Donald Trump building a wall for the Mexicans and the border of Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do some foul. Like, can we swear on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Get your yeah, swear on, I brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not about it, man. I'm not. A, I'm not about the wall. Okay. I'm not about uh, criminalizing immigration um, mm-hmm. in, in criminal courts, at least, and okay. not civil courts. Right. Costs too much money, I right. think. So, and, and just what the wall stands for. Mm-hmm. I mean, having a wall over a border is, I mean, right. Completely against what mm-hmm. I feel like my America stands for. I don't know about some people. Right. Right. So. All right, so we about to get to the shits. Now you know this is the part of the podcast where I let y'all know what happened in hip hop news. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get on this mic. I'm gonna let my man Nate get the yeah. recording, get his recording on, and we gonna come back because we got a special guest in the building. Like I said, this is the real estate edition of hip hop. We talking how you can get that money bag, how you can get that money up, how you can sell real estate. You know what I'm saying? Because the world is a monopoly game, and 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 Jamisa, she gonna tell y'all all about it when she come on this podcast. So in this week's uh, uh, rendition of hip hop, what happened in hip hop? It was very exciting for the Beehive. I must say, the Beehive was very excited because Beyonce dropped the surprise documentary. 
on Netflix. Go figure. I think Beyonce is the queen of surprises because every time she drops, it's a fucking surprise. It's never a single or anything out to let you know that she's coming. She just fucking comes. She's unbelievable. I mean, on top of that, she got her husband, Jay-Z. Jay-Z is about to be at B-Size Part 2. You remember Part 1 when he brought out State Property, Beanie Siegel and the boys? Well, he's doing a Part 2. And I can't wait till he does a Part 2 because what I would like to see in Part 2 is Reservoir Dogs. I would like to see him bring out Jada Kiss or maybe Sauce Money, something like that. Because in this era of hip-hop, where is the B-Size? I don't fucking know. We just keep listening to Side A and Side A. But Jay-Z is a phenomenon. He's unbelievable. I don't know what else to call him but the fucking GOAT. He's, you know, I, I always looked at Nas and Biggie and Tupac, but Jay-Z's reign is just so long. It just stretches long and long. Anytime you can renovate Webster's Hall and bring it back open and have a fucking show. That's on another level. I mean, what can you say about Jay-Z? Now, I can say something about Anissa Pack. Now, Honest and Pack dropped a brand new album. It's called Ventoria, and it's fucking unbelievable. It's a classic. I'm straight telling you, straight like that. Anytime you can get a collaboration from Smokey Robinson. Yeah, Smokey Robinson, the guy that did Ebony and Ari with Rick James. They got hits with Motown, that guy. Yeah, anytime you can do a collaboration with Smokey Robinson, you're on another fucking level. Anderson Pack is just phenomenal. I mean, from the beats to the way he put the song together. I mean, he's talking about love. He's talking about drugs. Go get that fucking album. It's the best album in the spring. Now, speaking of spring and summer, what is on your to-do list? I know for me, you got the Roots Picnic. Now, Coming in America Part 2 is coming out, but that's in 2020. But for the summer, I'm looking forward to Tyra Wack. I think Tyra Wack needs to drop a project and stop hitting us with these singles. Because the singles is, is, is... I need more. I need more. Now, let me get the Kodak Wack. Kodak fucking Wack got locked up in Canada because he talks too fucking much. No, the real reason why he got locked up is because drugs and coke and different things like that. But I think he needs to shut the fuck up because he's like on a career suicide path. He's he's killing his own career and he doesn't even know it. Someone needs to talk to him, tell him stop disrespecting T.I., stop disrespecting Lauren London, and stop disrespecting Nipsey Hussle, who is dead. Get your mind right, bro. This shit is disgusting. This is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, and that's the news. And up next, I got my girl, Jamisa McLair, hip hop real estate guru, coming up next. Let's get it. You need. I tell the youngest keep it G and don't never be fleeced. I just hope you stay the same, that's whenever you leave. If it was up to me, then the snakes never breathe. I hate when niggas get to talking like they never bleed. So caught up being followers, they never leave. You know the oath, put it on the folks you never speak. Ain't no peace when it's real beef, you never can sleep. Go through that bitch a day, kill whoever this week. Retaliation come with murder, it was never police. Uh. I heard silence is the key to success Where I'm from, violence is the key to respect I keep me a set, tell my shooter breathe on his neck Your old man has set you up for a key of the best They running off on the plug, can't keep a connect Then it's off with his head, but they leaving his neck It can be your eye number, we can even the bet Keep talking about the streets, but you be on the steps 50 shots, yup, let this drum beat on your chest Come through your block with a mop and I'm cleaning your set Or send a baby face killer, you won't even expect Ain't no way to play the Cause I'm cleaning the uh, deck. I'm in the streets every day, but I ain't getting rich fast enough. Feel like all I do is trap, but digits ain't adding up. 
They ask me, do I got a conscience? No, I'm doing wrong. But I promised my shorty I would pay off all her student loans. And I ain't have a job in over two years. I'm a magician in the trap. I make the work disappear. Looking at obituaries, wish my bro still was here. I know he would have turned the tables if the toaster was near. When you start getting to the paper, watch them vultures appear. Watch them bitches who ain't listen start to open their ears. Watch them niggas call you bro like your mother was theirs. But you won't play me for a fool, no people under the stairs. Nah, uh, I made a living off a trap phone. But now I'm trying to do the same off of rap songs. I clap chrome the minute you niggas act wrong. Fuck a job, I'm whipping the chicken, adding a sad song. These bitches know I'm authentic, sauce dripping, riding with some shit. If it get to ripping your car, flipping your dogs timid. I went to prison for hard dealing. They tried to make me rap, but I ain't slipping. I'm all zipping. Still a fucking bitch if niggas tell me it's off limits. Mama sound crazy, fuck it, then I'll be all sin it. Long as I don't go back to pork and bean and hot dog dinners. My homie call my phone with a lick and I'm gonna hit it. Yeah, little nigga, I'm gonna get it. They ask me how I do it, I tell them I was born with it. Copping more pistols for bigger, small issues. Popping off missiles that rip through your car window. Breaking all bones and ripping through all tissues. Or I can say, skin them, sit back like my dogs get you, yeah. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Welcome back to Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. I'm so excited to bring my next guest. He is the CEO of Rosebud Investments. Welcome to the show, Jamisa McLaurin. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? I'm fine. Cool. So, first of all, when I first seen your bio, I was like, yo, this can't be right. But it's right because it's, it's fact. So, it's definitely right. 25 years old, <laughs> okay? She's a, she's a wife. She's a real estate owner, so I wanted you to take me back to the beginning when you first bought your first property, and how did that come about? I actually didn't buy your first, first property. property. Okay, how no. did you in- inquire your first um, property? By accident. By accident. My grandma put me on a deed to her house, Okay. and then she died like two years after oh, that. Oh, sorry to hear that. It was like natural. Everybody has to die, but... True. Yeah. It was actually, it was like no no pain or anything. Right. Um... But yeah, that's that's pretty much when it started. Cause okay. it was like, oh, like in the beginning, you get put on a deed, and it's like, okay, right. cool. And then how did you get actually put on a deed? Like, how did that transfer? So what happen? happens is one day she just asked, like, uh, what mm-hmm. would happen to her house if something happened to her, and I didn't have the answer. So pretty much what she was saying is that she wanted me to take responsibility if something happened, happened to, her. to her. Just look over the house, rent mm-hmm. it out to right. the family, like make it the family house, okay, and all of that stuff. So we did a, mm-hmm. a dollar deed transfer. A dollar D transfer. Oh, yeah. So you get a and D and you can put, you can put that, somebody on there. And that is across the country. Yeah. Anybody can do this. And it's a dollar. Yeah. You add somebody to a D, they for a dollar. Let me, let, me, let me just get a clap for that. <laughs> Yo, that is so crazy because it's oh, like, man. come on. The property can be worth whatever. Right. But you mean to tell me I can acquire that shit for a buck for four quarters? Yeah, you can. That's some shit. They got dollar houses all over it. <laughs> I got to get a drink today. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, so listen, 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 listen. So, all okay. right, so you got the first property. Yep. And everything. So then, what happens next? Like, how um, did you get to number two? And three, so, four, what numbers five, are you on right now? Uh, Where are you 17. at? Seventeen. You had you. So you just got one recently. Recently, because it was set sixteen on the bio. Right. Uh, last Wednesday. Was it the seventeenth? What, what was last Wednesday's date? The twentieth, the seventeenth, something like that. Uh, no, the day's the twentieth. It was the seventeenth. Yeah, the seventeenth. Okay. Yeah, that was Wednesday, April. 17th. So you inquired the seventeenth one. So take me through that process. How you just kept. 
because because a lot of people be like, I don't have good credit. I don't right. have money. So no. how how you don't do need, I obtain? You don't need um you need money, but you don't need a lot of it. and You don't need credit. Credit you, is good to have moving forward. Like okay. it's, it's an asset. It's right. not a but necessity. It's not, no. Okay. No. 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 All right. So so pretty yeah, much what happened was um. Mm-hmm. What happened first is we tried to fix it, so we didn't want to like sell it. Oh. So when I say like we tried to fix it. We doing contractor stuff, like getting okay. people to come over. They want right. to fix the house. You talking about like grandma's house? Yeah. You know, grandma's they got like stuff everywhere. It's a mess. Like grandma don't yeah, live yeah, how yeah. you want to live, right? Right. Exactly. Uh, so we just getting a bunch of crazy quotes, like uh, fifty thousand, sixty thousand, just stuff that like we don't have. We like working class people. Right. We don't have sixty thousand for you to fix this house up. Exactly. Right. So then you also have the family members who are like, well, I want to move in. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna live here. Right. And she told me that she didn't want anybody arguing. Right. Then you have me, pregnant, emotional, annoyed. Then you have him pregnant <laughs> with me because I was in the hospital <laughs> for a little while. Yeah, okay. my husband. So you saying he pregnant? What you mean? I'm saying like I'm pregnant, so he pregnant. He got to deal with everything I'm going through. Like feed me. I'm sad. Hug me. Like oh, he was all going through all of that. Shit. Okay. And all, yeah, if you want to call it that. And then he also <laughs> had to like kind of manage the property too. Right. Okay. Because he's the one going back and forth trying to make sure stuff was in order. Mm-hmm. So that was that. Long story short, I sold the house. Like that was it. I couldn't deal with it. I was frustrated. Um, so we end up selling it for one fifty. Mm-hmm. Was it one fifty two? Okay. It was one fifty two. Right. Um, and it was all cool. Twenty two years old. You got one hundred and fifty two thousand. So what did you do with that? Uh, well, first of all, I was really upset because I found out I could have sold it for four hundred thousand, three fifty. So, so ho ho ho. So how did you find that out? How did you? Well, find afterwards. Out that you so what happened was you consider that being jerked. I wouldn't say consider it being jerked because. The price that we got was as is. So without okay. touching it. We didn't even clean it out. Like okay. just sitting there how it was. Right. It was one fifty two. In order to get it for the three fifty or the four hundred, we would have had to fix it up to like the top notch. Like okay. every other house. So that's okay. something called like a comp. Mm. So when you're dealing with real estate, it's something called comparables. You have to have your house match the houses that are selling for high end. Meaning we would have had to take grandma's house, mm-hmm. make it a three story, put a rooftop deck on it. Marble forest, granite countertop, all that of that area, stuff in that area. So yeah. it's high in South Philly. That's where I'm from. Point Breeze. That's where I'm from. That's from 20th and McKellen. So yeah, so we were on um, mm-hmm. Chadwick Street between Wharton and Reed, 16th and 17th. I know exactly where that's. Yeah, at. I know it's popping. We like this close but to Washington was, Avenue, this close to Broad. Right. Yeah. So, but hasn't it gotten popping as of late? Nah, it wasn't at that time. Popping. No, so the thing with Marcus is that gradually, what happens is mm-hmm. you got one house that's going to sell for a high amount or appraise mm-hmm. for a high amount, okay. and then that gives room for the next house to be able to say, yeah, I'm worth that too. Okay. And then you are creating blocks, and then you are then creating mm-hmm. neighborhoods. That's like the gentrification thing that people talk about. So it doesn't right. just start like, oh, you go to sleep, you wake up, something's popping. It takes right. one house to be made really well, and okay. then the next house like, okay, if you look like that. I could fix my house up to look like that, too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what went on okay. with Grandma's house. So right. at that time, mm-hmm. it's popping now, but like right. that's around the time it started really, really heating up. So mm-hmm. it was really, really good. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. So you just gradually just kept building. So listen, this is how the thing. You get, we sell it. How you get we, to we sold the first one. These properties. You and, you own the, and, you, and you own the deeds, too? Like, yeah, they're we got, paid off. We got these. We, we have one mortgage. You got one mortgage out of the 17. And the rest of them just cash properties. So you can actually. So you're renting those out? Some of them. Some of them just sitting there waiting for us to rent them out. Because we fix all of our properties in cash, too. So it takes time. 
So you're so right now, some of your properties you were fixing up. Yeah, some of them they just like you buying them and hold them. You sit there, make sure the taxes is paid and they right. are like up to cold, so you don't get no L and I violations. But you don't, you just right. sitting there, appreciating over time, making their way up in volume. So how do you keep track of all this? Because I just feel like you need an assistant. I don't. Or something. Like, so I do have an oh, assistant. Oh, you do have an assistant. I do have an assistant. Um, he like listen. I don't keep <laughs> up with all of them. It was a time. Uh-huh. I think it was like two weeks ago. Somebody was asking me, and I had to like think about it. Like I don't even know what house that is. Like I didn't know. I was like, Shit. And I'm like counting down. Like can't be this one. She must be talking about that one. Yeah, that one. I know what you're talking about. And it, right. You know because we we're a bunch of different hats. Mm-hmm. So okay, the first house that we got. Was what you would call a turnkey. Because the thing is, so when we got the money, it's like, okay, well, if one house got you this much money, mm-hmm. if all else fails, you know that houses are worth money, go buy more. Right. So that that was like a definite. That was like, no doubt about it, no questions asked. Okay. Um. So the mm-hmm. thing is, at that point, we didn't really know where to get them because we brand new in real estate. So we started to kind of look for houses. Uh, the first one we got was mm-hmm. a turnkey. Okay. I think. A turnkey is pretty much something that was ready to go right away. So that was like our first income it producing. Turnkey. It's something that mini cosmetic. Term? Yeah, that's a real estate term, turnkey. So we painted it white. Mm-hmm. We put um, baseboard heaters in there. Okay. We changed the toilet, cleaned up the bathroom, mm-hmm. and rented it out. So I'm like, Phew. Yes. So why did you paint it white? Well, see, white makes the space look bigger. Okay. Um, more open, and it's like a fresh, clean look. Yeah. Because you don't know what somebody want to come in. I ain't painting it blue or red. Like, that's your business. I'm not going to just be like, yeah, come to the red house. Like, you know, so we right. painted the white. Okay. Um, what else? After that, we purchased a property with the tenant already living there. Mm. Just like in cash, here you go. We'll take that tenant now. So now you got two income producing properties. And what is that called? In cash? It's like a, it's a cash, uh, a cash, what do they call it? Cash closing, but that's still like a turnkey. Turnkey pretty much is so you turn in the keys right away. So it's to me is a misconception about real estate because it is, definitely. they throw. I mean, especially for the African American community, mm-hmm. they throw in our face. Oh, you got to have a seven hundred credit. That's crazy. You got to do this. He I laughing. Don't got he's, that. he's laughing because it was a time where I purchased a, a property mm-hmm. for seventeen hundred dollars, one thousand seven hundred dollars. But then there was times where well, I would go to auctions because that's where you can go. Mm-hmm. You could literally. It was a guy. He purchased the house for three hundred dollars. Like three hundred dollars. And when do they? How can you give the information on when they have them? So it depends. If you go into mm-hmm. a Philadelphia auction, they have them every single month. If you go into a Delaware County auction, some of them are like uh, quarterly. Some of them are once a year. It depends on which sale you go to. And, and where? And how do you find the info? Just Google That's it. That's online. It's, okay. People lose their houses all over. Like I have clients in New Orleans, Atlanta, Florida. I just got one from California earlier. Um, people lose their houses everywhere because they don't pay their taxes and they don't pay their mortgage. Not on purpose, but some people like fall on hard times. So you buy houses for dirt cheap. So all over when the world. they do that, so when they do that, that's you get when to you buy come them. So you can buy them. So when you buy them, how long does it take for them to leave? Like, well, it depends. Some of them not there. Um, you file a proper paperwork. If you're doing an ejectment, that can be like uh, three months, okay. thirty days. It really depends be, on their tenant. Name. But you no, still no, no. have to pay. Wait a minute. It's in your name when you get it. You don't got to wait for them to leave for it to go in your name. When you win it from the sale, that's your house at that point. This is your house. You got it. You just got like a squatter in there at that point. They not, you know. Um, but it's yours. You get it. And then you said something about debt. All auctions are different. Like mm-hmm. Philadelphia, you don't take the debt. Some auctions, no. So the debt is quite so clean once you grabbed it. That $1,700 property was $1,700. You don't take that with you. That's in Philly. What about Delaware County? 
Those work County, some of them. Um, okay. But you got to clean the title yourself if it's not. You do have mm-hmm. time to get a title company to pretty much take the debt off. Okay. But you should do that prior to going to the auction or just like knowing what you get. Some people just go get anything they can afford. Like, shit, oh, I got the money. Let me just get anything. I feel like that's a little risky for the Delaware County. Now, office. you said earlier, preluded that, that basically alluded that it'd be a squatter. So how do you get your, your new 1700 crib to go from a squatter to possibly a C-class, but um, how do you pay, and how do you so get those people you that can't, can know, so first of all, sometimes when you get people to fix your house, they don't know what the fuck they doing, and they <laughs> fuck your house up more than what it was before well, they got it, just like a car. You got a car rail if you, if you want your house fixed, or wow. your husband. Rail, that's husband. What, so that's what he does. Yeah, so, so you got to call him and be like, yo, how do I, how do I do this? And he'll so, tell you. So don't ask brilliant. me because I don't. So that's brilliant. You're the... The, the brain, the investor, mm-hmm. and he's the guy that fix up the shits. Yeah. Or then or he'll, a, he'll get his houses and be like, what should I do with it? And I'm like, make it really So he got pretty. houses too. Yeah. But it's still under rules. Oh, well, we married. So it's like one thing. We got kids. So neither one of us really got shit. Like, it's our kids' houses. So we had three kids. So it was like, all right, we call them our houses. But it's really all for them at the end of the day. Got little babies. Yo, man, listen. That, that's called black excellence, yo. Let me, <laughs> let me just... <laughs> what are these hands? They're so funny. They really just be clapping too. So yeah. that's black excellence, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I want to stay within the real estate, but I want to talk a little bit about Nipsey, and I want to get a little bit since y'all married Beyonce and Jay Z. We're going to change gears, get a little hip hop because this is a hip hop podcast. So when you look at Nipsey Hustle and what he was trying to do with the Section 90 mm-hmm. and giving back to his community and talking about real estate and talking about you don't have to do this, he bought the whole shopping plaza right. and he did his thing. When you look at that, why do you feel? Do you feel that when you know so much <laughs> and your success go to a certain level that they want you out of here? Can you can you I, get into I that? I think. I think that's the thing. I think it's about like how you carry a success. They never want you to get like out of hand or out of control or to know more. See, the thing is, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got like the haves and the have-nots, and it doesn't mean like money. It's not like you have money or you don't have money. It's like you have the knowledge or you don't. So like they make money off of people being broke, not broke financially, broke in their mind because that's how you have Section Eight. That's how you have like the government assistance. Whereas though those programs should be designed to help people get on and like grow and move forward, you got people that's that have been on for the whole years. time. It's like right. they should now have Section Nine. Like what? Why are you guys still here? So then there's no cycle. Right. They're keeping them stuck. Okay. It's like it's like a thing to bond up a household. We talk about it all the time. Okay. Because while they got the women mm-hmm. all dependent on the government. Right. They got the men doing the exact opposite. So here it is. The government will pay for a woman in her household with children. Okay. And send the husband to jail for child support. Right. Shit is backwards. Give him a job. Like, what's going on? Like, help him take care of his Thank family. You. I think that's, like, Thank crazy. You. It's, like, insane. But I don't really blame them. That cycle is designed for them to grow. Right. Because if everybody was a boss and everybody was rich, what would that do for the economy? That would devalue the dollar. Everything would be different. There would be no class. What would be upper class? What would be lower class? Who would so pay they the want taxes? to make sure that we have low class, middle class, and They and have rich. to have order. And don't get me wrong, some people, you give them money, they're going to mess it up anyway. You got to think about people who like win the lottery. Right. They blow their money. That's right. a mindset thing anyway. Right. So I just feel like they can't go around giving everybody a million dollars, but I do feel like what he did was dope. Because okay. he's the exception. Right. And he's like, listen, showing people, this bl- is what you can do. This is what's possible. 
don't let them tell you because you have like a record or you have this, that, and the third against you that you can't prevail because like that's crazy. I worked at ShopRite before. Before this? Uh, like this was my, ShopRite was my second to last job. The job in between that was, wasn't even really Man, a job. But it was just, on. you know. <laughs> ShopRite to Rosebud. Listen, listen. You got these dreams. Put it into place, Yo, man. man. Listen, you see me. I got my own podcast. I'm on episode 51. I'm going all the way to the top. I'm listen. I'm I'm look. We, look, listen. We going. I'm getting some properties. This this shit right here has inspired me to get properties. Like, and oh, by the way, I seen your interview with um. Oh my God, what is her name? And I actually yeah, invited her on the podcast. Nicole Parvey. Nicole. Nikki. Yes. Nikki. Yeah. I think that was my first one. No, that, that might have been one of my listen, first interviews. Listen, she got to come on the podcast because yeah. I want to pick her brain too. Y'all are to some Nick, dope people. Man. Like Shout this is this is this is what we need. Like this is why we're we're suffering because right. we don't have financial literacy. Right. We don't know about a dollar. We don't know the value of a dollar. And people call me the black Jew. Hey, call me the black Jew because I'm Yo. real cheap. I'm real There's cheap. There's nothing wrong with it. So I'm very frugal. Like, I, I ain't spending shit. I had a seminar yesterday. Like, I had a seminar yesterday, and I was saying that being broke, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> right, like, when you broke, it. you'll call somebody cheap. Right. But being cheap is actually smart. That means you're saving your money in one area to spend it somewhere where it counts. Mm. Right? So, yeah. Are you just <laughs> Let them know. No, I'm serious, though. And that's the thing. We So, we we, right. we eat dinner at a table. Like, when it's time for us to eat dinner, we got kids. Mm-hmm. Three, we, we at dinner table, we have different conversations. The kids will know about credit. The kids will know about cash. Because it's like you complain. Everybody sits there and they complain keep, keep about talking, what their parents... I got parent, some shit I'm about to say. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so they complain about what their parents didn't teach them and all of that stuff. But then they turn around and have kids and then don't teach them anything. So, it's like, okay, what makes mm-hmm. you different? Are you going to complain or are you going to change? Because right. you have to understand, like, the very house that changed generations in our family was the same house that my grandma Ben had. Like, she, she had it. It was her house first, right? So it's just about you wanting to do something different and just, like, figuring it out. Like, barriers are made to be broken down. They're not made to, like, stop you. That's why they put, like, hurdles and races so you can, like, go over them. It's not supposed to be like, uh-oh, this is it. And people just get real complacent with where they are, mm-hmm. like, so comfortable and the right. thing is, what you don't own, you don't control. I say that all the time. You walking in real estate every day that you wake up. Like, right. That's somebody's house if you don't own it. You walking in the street, driveway, whatever. That's somebody's real estate. And we just out here, like, not owning anything. <laughs> just free, giving people right. control and say so over what we can do, where we can and cannot go, how long we can stay. Like, you think about people who've been renting for years. Mm-hmm. Buy a house. Or two. Because some people have been living in houses 10, 15 years. And it's like, right. how much you think that like added up to be? Exactly. You don't bought the, the... You don't bought your the own landlord, house, basically. You bought the landlord like three or four houses. Right. they're probably in the back end refining and whatever they got going on back there. And they family like rich. And you just somewhere right Oh, Damn. so I'm glad you said that about teaching your children. Because I had this conversation not too long ago about breaking a generational curse. Yeah. And you are breaking it across the board. It's done. Be- it's done. Exactly. <laughs> it's done. Like it's it's dead. But we financially, th- mentally, silly. like our children take trips. They eat steak and sand. Like they don't understand broke. They won't know that. Like even down to where we live, our community is just different. Then they're young, so they don't even got to feel it. Like we talk about that all the time, man. Yeah. We be like, they're not gonna go through what we went through because we grew up in like. Well, right. I'm from South Philly. He's from North Philly. Right. But that's like 
the the rural, the urban, like, you right. know, even down to what we eat. It's crazy. And you'll be surprised how much money it actually costs you to be broke. Like, we moved to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Our utilities, like, dirt cheap. And we got big-ass houses. Like, our houses, they're huge. Because that's all systematic set up that We got, way. like, propane tanks, and we fill them up. Because like, I be wondering, how, like, how often why, do we fill why up people's tanks? bills be so high in the hood? Like, that's they crazy. don't even be, they be in row houses. Like, how the hell a little-ass row house going to cost this much to run, but you go out in the county, Chester County, and all that, and that shit dirt cheap? Listen, everything's cheap, like. Right, the food, food is fresh. The gas. Well, that's because they catch the food. We almost hit a couple turkeys. I not understand because I went to the uh, right. the market and got a turkey wing one time. Big ass turkey wing, like big. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are these turkey wings so big? Something's wrong. Until right. we saw a turkey walking around, I'm like, damn, that's a big turkey. This is fresh. They that's probably the turkey that I saw mm-hmm. in the market. That's his mom. Like that turkey was huge. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everything different. I just feel like people should challenge themselves mm-hmm. to just want better. Right. Um, they should just step up to the plate, do better, mm-hmm. because it's not hard. If you can go get a house for $300, $600, sell it, right. build some capital, then you can invest in your credit, because credit is a whole other thing. That's some other type of money that you can tap into to save your own money. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, it's like you said, it's about educating yourself. Stop right. complaining about what somebody won't teach you. Go right. learn it. Right. Can't nobody deny you open pages in a book. Right. Like Somebody might not want to sit there and teach you, but you could for mm-hmm. sure crack a book open and just... Start trying stuff. Everything's trial and error. And whether you try it or not, life is still going on. I just feel like you should just start trying some things because it just might work. And if it doesn't, you might realize, damn, well, this is how it didn't work. And then you can find out how to make it work. Yeah. And that's without a college education, correct? That's without a college education. I dropped out. See? I dropped out. Everybody don't need college. Yeah, I got a a client earlier. She called. Mm -hmm. She said she's like a, she's my client. Mm -hmm. She's calling me for help. Right. $200,000 $200,000 in student loan debt. Yeah. And she can sell two houses and get rid of that. She ain't even got to sell them. Just had one house for a whole year. Right. Or two. Two. She good. That's gone. So when she called you, you had the answer for her. Of course I did. And if anybody calls me, I set up a complete structured plan for them. Step by step from wherever they are. If you got credit, no credit, wherever you are, I'm going to ask you. So that's the part of the call. Like, hey, what do you have? How much money? What's your credit? And then we're going okay. to create a step-by-step blueprint to get you where you need to be in real estate. But it's a 30-day turnaround. So I'm not going to say, hey, save your money for 10 years, call me back. I'm like, no, from right here, you should be doing step one, step two, step three. Putting it together because some people can't handle information. Like, they'll ask you. Mm-hmm. You give it to them. They overwhelmed. Like, damn, where I start? Right. So the system that we created is pretty much to guide you straight through, okay, step one. Can't mess that up. It's a one on the paper next to what you should be doing. <laughs> step two, step three, and it's only about six steps, all of them. Some of right. them are five, some of them are six, but it's all the same. And mm-hmm. you're able to pretty much right. use that as a foundation to continue to go on right. over and over. Mm-hmm. It's dope. We had people turn $600 so into 50000 That call is two fifty. That's it, one time. If you sell your house yeah. and you make a hundred thousand, we don't even tax you for it. I had people call like, mm-hmm. I got two hundred thousand. Oh my god! I'm like, yeah, off the call and go tell your aunt to call me. Seriously, like we changing lives out here. I got people who've never owned anything and they just start crying, like when they get their first house and they're like, oh, I did it. I'm like, I, I told you. Like now it's to the point where I'm kind of numb to it. I used right. to be emotional and cry too. Like, yes, that's just great. Now I'm like, I told you, now go get more. So, so yeah, you're two two hundred fifty dollars worth it. But I'm just saying, look, look at you. You getting it from from the deeds to the consulting. Yeah. Deeds 
Consulting. Straight through it. And I'm getting other people <laughs> deeds too. Like some people like to Yo. withhold the knowledge. Right. But I just feel like we stronger together. So right. you see like just referencing back to Nipsey, when he did it, he put his people on. Right. He built this community up. Right. So now he has like a legacy. That's different from just success or what success might be to somebody. People think success is like money no. or like popularity no. or fame. But usually if you go about it that way, when you die, all that stuff dies with you. That's but your it. legacy don't. And then the people that you leave behind, they got to start over, mm-hmm. which I think is insane. Like pass the baton because we always hear, oh, I didn't have this handed to me. Like, like that's good. I got it from the muscle. That shit not thorough. Because your grandmom got it from the muscle and your great-grandmom. So now y'all all doing the same exact thing? That makes no sense. It's a mentality thing. Like Nipsey, he was able to, his family was able to turn down GoFundMe's because they set for life, like forever. I think that's thorough. Yeah, that's Like they were setting up GoFundMe's and they're like, no, we don't need that. We good. And they super good. Like, first of all, he had life insurance. People don't have that. He's a legit businessman. You got people that's in the street every day. Right. Without life insurance. Now you like doing fish fries. We don't want no fish. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want no fish. I'm serious. That's Y'all, a thing. I know. That's a thing. Because I've seen that. I've seen people have fish fries. And to you got to buy the funerals. tickets to support. Right. But it's like, come on, seriously? But he had on Balenciaga's casket. Like when he in there, he sharp. Gucci damn, Gucci belt. No, sell some of that. And bury him the right, right way. Like right. I just feel like people don't take responsibility for stuff. They yeah. real victim. The, the victim mentality is like very present. Now I'm gonna play this sound bite from Nipsey, and we gonna get into this. Check this out. I'm like, you know what, man? As a gangbanger, right? When you go on a mission, you might, when you're looking for your so-called enemy. You driving through a different hood down the street. You know it's an invisible line. You cross this street. Now you in another hood. And you hunt, and when you looking, you you gonna pass up the dude that's dressed square, right? You gonna pass up a dude from a different race. When you see somebody that's dressed like you dress, and got the walk like you got, and got the, the body language like you, mm. you gonna say, "There you go, get him." And that's deep. Whew. You know what I'm saying? When you really t- unpack that, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You looking for yourself just on the other side of town. And you're going to hop out and, and, and attack him and, and try to down him in a real way. And being caught up in, in gangbanging culture, you don't think that deep. You just think of these niggas came through and shot the hood up. We about to go back through there and, and return the favor. But as you really mature, as I matured and, and you know became exposed to other opportunities and embraced them, I had to be honest with myself. I start being honest and thinking about it like, Damn, you know, just the selection process, the way that you select who your target is going to be, that's something to think about. What you think? I think he's very right, and I'm not a gangbanger, nor have I ever been. Mm -hmm. But just from a business standpoint, Mm -hmm. we attack each other like that, too, right? You see somebody like... And I was at one of the XU, how, since your success and people seeing you... How has it been it's crazy. For your friends, your family? How people What friends, what family? So I have a few left. Okay. Right? But like he said, they looking for, instead of looking for themselves, because I'm not really like them, they're looking for themselves in me. Mm-hmm. Like she came from where I came from. Why her, not me? Right. Like even down to my family, damn, like that's my grandmom too. Why right. her, not me? Right. Right? And then they try to attack that, but they, they not like running down on me. But they trying to attack the character. Right. Like, well, give me money, like stuff like that. Or then you have other people who are at a level of success 
And instead of reaching down, pulling their people up, they building their success on their backs. That's why my prices, they so cheap. You pay me for my time. Right. If you do what I say one time, pass right. that on to the next, you good. Like, you right. good. This works. This is a proven strategy. It works. But us as a community, mm-hmm. we are designed or to think that if I don't help you, that's going to help me. Right. Or if I help you, that's going to take away something from me as if I can buy every house in the world anyway. Right. So what he's saying, that's like real right. That's a, that's a real thing. And I experienced it mm. on more than one occasion, even down to, like I say, auctions a lot. Right. Because what will happen is we'll take a group of people to the auction and you'll see every other race and ethnicity sticking together, mm-hmm. passing each other the money. Right. Boom, boom, boom. They fit and high, high. Seriously. And they come up from other places now, like right. New York. Um, mm-hmm. Atlanta, Virginia, they coming in. They're coming in, Philly, buying our buying, stuff. Right. And then you got some black people. We in there, and some are over there, some are over there, and we bidding against each other. And yes. if you think about it, like if you you just look at ten different black people scattered in a room, you think like, well, how much do we actually have right. together? And I was saying that yesterday uh, at a seminar. Mm-hmm. We really focus on going our own separate ways and stuff like that, only to all end up in the same place anyway. We will get farther together, but our mentality is, I'm not working with this person. Or, oh, I'm going to get burnt. Stuff like that. Like That's why they make contracts. Like You have to operate in a business capacity if you want to be a successful person. It's like mm-hmm. you're going to be one or the other. You're going to be a street person or you're going to be a business person. Right. And there are times where you can be both. Okay. But it depends on the situation that you're in. One has to always outweigh the other. Right. You can't just walk into a boardroom meeting on some thugging shit. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> like me, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm very transparent. Right. If it was time to go close a deal, I yeah. would still be myself, but I'm probably not going to curse at them. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to let them know, like, no, this is legit. This is how this is going to work. Here are the numbers. Here are the proven facts. Like, you got to meet people, like, where they are. Right. And instead of us meeting each other on our level, really respecting the fact, like, yo, we the same, and mm-hmm. we really just want the same thing, Right. we chasing our tail. Because here it is, like he said, you're going to ride up in the, uh, under the invisible line. That's so crazy because I've had friends or I had, like, people who had friends mm-hmm. that was, like, gangbanging, and they blocks apart. And it's really an invisible line. Like, we not all broke and poor. Like, what do we get? Like, we each? own the hood. Like, hello? What are we doing we that for? We don't own that hood. But and the thing is, we we literally the same people. So instead of us, like, just figuring out, first of all, why are we mad right. at each other? Right. We mad because nine times out of ten, I feel like if you're getting shot at something, it's over jealousy. Mm-hmm. It's over money. Right. That's it. I think it's only those two things. Because I was about to say a girl, but that would fall into jealousy or See, something like that. Right. I feel like it's jealousy or it's money. Mm-hmm. My thing is, okay, this is your block. This is your corner. Y'all right. still really not even making no real money. Right. Then they all try to bottle it into respect. Right. But dig what you're doing. You're not even respecting yourself. Because right. look at what you're subjecting yourself to. Pennies. Exactly. Petty. You're risking right. your life. You're risking your freedom. Right. For what? Like, I don't know how much work go for on the corners now, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's a lot. Like, I, I, I don't, yeah, I can't assume for it to be a lot of money. So you want this person to respect mm-hmm. your block, your image, your character. Mm-hmm. Like, you doing sucker shit. Like, exactly. All right, then. So then you run down on him, and that's right. cool because he has friends too. Right. So then they run back down on, on you. you. Never ending cycle. But then you got real estate, funeral homes making money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You got somebody who owns because a burial plot is considered real estate making money. Right? See? You got your families getting deeper in poverty because now you done left a single mom. Right. Or you didn't left your mom so stressed out she just withdrew from life. Right. You got, you, or you got your little brother growing up seeking revenge over a beef he don't even really know the details on. 
You got your sister out here with no guidance. You just got so many cycles that are being created just because you can't meet a person where they at, look them in the eye, and really, like, respect what it really is. Not what they told us it was or what they made us feel like was the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just real nutty. So how do you deal with that? Like, how have you been dealing with oh, man. family and friends? And does it get you, do you get distraught? Do you get yeah. upset? Have you cried about it? Like, how do how I cried you? A, I cried a few times. Like, right. I'm over it now, though. Okay. Because my thing is, you can't pour from an empty pot. So I cannot force a person to be successful or be logical. Right. And I've tried multiple times. Literally, like, some people don't have it in them. Right. But you can't let that take away from what's in you. Right. Like, look, they made Jesus carry his own cross before they hung him on it. So if you could deal with that, I'm going to have to deal with some shit. Everybody can't go. That's a real thing. So then it just helps you appreciate and respect who's I real and, like, go. what's real. So. Ricky Rose said, everybody can't go, baby. Man, to, the, to, to, the, to the ladder of success, baby. They can't go, baby. You can stay here. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> Holla at your fucking boy. Yeah, that's the thing. They they can't go, man. Not at all. They wouldn't even really know how to handle it, too, when you think about it. <laughs> you got, no. like, the people, and you making this money. Right. Then you give it to them. Right. Give me money. Give me money. They wanted you to make and it rain like we in the club up, and shit. But, but then you give it to them, and right. they drawn with it. Like, what? The hell, did you buy something important? Right. But then when they back to nothing, they want you to give them more and more. So that becomes a job. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, even the people you put on and they do the right thing. Some of them still, like, that, that black heart that's in them. Mm-hmm. If you making a little bit more, they don't even care that they on with you. They just feel like you still making more. I should be bigger than people. Right. They different. You got to pray. That's the only thing I can really say. God. You really, really, really have to pray for, like, God. discernment. You have to pray yeah. for protection. You have to pray for strength. You have to pray through all of that. Because when they say, like, heavy is the head that wears the crown, that's, like, serious. That's that. You carry a load. Right. You got to be responsible for your feelings. Try to be responsible for how other people feel, feel about you. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Because right. you can't be the one who made it mm-hmm. and then leave the other people behind. Because then you all right. kinds of... But my thing is, what would have happened if I didn't make it, though? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, would, we would have been would in you... the same place anyway. Like, exactly. What, what would have happened? Like, like you know. Like, we was going where we was going anyway. Might have took us a little bit longer. But we, the mm-hmm. mindset... Stuck in traffic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the mindset you know, was always the... the same. Which is why we were able to turn one house into a one point, like, eight. $9 million portfolio. That same house mm-hmm. that was deteriorating that my grandma was living in, we was able to take that and make it a thing where you have people who inherit money and they blow it. I had people say like, yeah, somebody mm-hmm. gave me a house, I lost it. Stuff like that. You How see you that all it? the time. They don't pay the taxes. Or they let it get so bad they and they don't work on it. They Miami and trying to be Liddy. Stop crazy being Liddy. Stuff. Stop throwing money out the Instead fucking of like window. Instead like bossing up. not built like and, that. Yeah, Fam, man. like, what's really hood with you? Like, oh, they do it because it look good. We were talking about illusions. Like, yeah, talk about illusions. It, it, look, it looks really it good. Looks good. People like to look good on camera. A lot. <laughs> right. Like, buddy passed to Miami, now you stuck, can't get back. You couldn't even afford the flight. Out there, no hotel, or everybody somewhere. Or, everybody, or we all get, we in all one hotel. We all in one room. Five chicks or, in one fucking room. Or everybody's in a real nice hotel. I know nice somebody's thinking the five of y'all. I ain't Yo. trying to play females, but come on, let's keep Listen, it a bean. Ho! Niggas be stinking too, little nasty socks and feet and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know like, that. Don't talk about, but I'm talking about. It's sexist. It's sexist. No, but I'm serious. They do that, or you got people who like faking it, right? They ain't live, they bossed up, but they like. At the whole, the whole what was it Holiday Inn, the Days Inn, yeah, the little fifty dollar night joint. Yeah, it ain't that. Where the you got bang on the TV to get it come. 
<laughs> or you still got the old phone. Yo, like, do the phone see. even work? work? Like, <laughs> you put cigarette it up, no burns in the phone. sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Bed the, bugs. The crazy thing is though, like, and, and this is what people Sorry, people assume. If you do it right the first time, like you done. Guys. If you do it right the first time, you done. Like a, right. a small amount of sacrifice will set you up. To, you can really do whatever you want. Real estate typically pays for itself if you do it the right way. Right. Strategically speaking, if you get a house mm-hmm. and you rent it out, you right. are making money. Right. You can sell it for what you bought it for. Right. Everything you made in rent was interest. You could go buy another house. It's paying for itself. Right. So now you got a monthly income. You can spend that on your vacation. Exactly. Nobody's going to pay their rent. They need somewhere to live. Right. But you got to set yourself up. Instead, you about to get evicted for the fifth time. Right? You just falling behind. For what? To keep up with people on Instagram. It's crazy. Go for the grand. It's weird. <laughs> now, before we go, I want you to talk about wholesaling because I find oh, that to be very intriguing. It is. And it's it's, it's a it's a rule and how you do Like, can you yeah. break that down? Because I, I feel like you just made it. You just kind of set the play like it was a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot. Okay. Can you, you break wholesaling? Yeah, tell All me right. how you do the break this wholesaling thing down. You DJ Bugsy? Yeah. Right? Right. I'm Jamisa. Right. I'm going to sell you a house for 100000 Okay. You're going to come to me with a piece of paper. Okay. Just like that. Just You're going like to flip that. it over because this can be a contract. Anything with a signature and a date a and an information is a contract. Okay. So, Jamisa is selling a house for 100000 to DJ Bugsy. Okay. Somewhere in this contract is going to say it's assignable. It has to be assignable for it to be a wholesale deal. Right. I'm selling a house for 100000 mm-hmm. You're going to agree to buy this house for 100000 Okay. You don't have 100000 though. Right. But that's okay. Okay. What's going to happen is Rel buy houses. Okay. You're going to go sell this contract. To Rel. For a hundred and what? A hundred thousand. Nah. No. A hundred and twenty thousand, a hundred and ten thousand. Oh, actually put a little. A hundred and on. whatever. Right. I only wanted a hundred. That yeah. extra whatever uh-huh. is yours. Because he don't know about our deal. I mean, he can know about our deal. See, he don't really care as long as the number makes sense in that deal. If my house worth 300000 he don't yeah. care that he paid one ten. The house is worth three hundred thousand, so a good deal just has uh, to make sense. It's sick. not sneaky. It ain't backdoor. You don't gotta hide it from him. Right. You can hide it from Rao if you wanted to do like a double closing, but that's really involved and it's a lot of work. As long as those numbers make sense he's in the contract, gonna he's gonna buy the house. And that twenty come back to me. That's you, are you? Once he gives the dough up. First wholesale deal. What was it worth? Thirty thousand. Do y'all wanna know how he got it? You, 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 do you want me to tell them how you got it? He knocked on the door. Somebody house. The guy, I guess he just like seen them walk in. We were driving for dollars. That's when you go look for properties that's like messed up. Driving for dollars. So what happened was he um, mm-hmm. knocked on the guy's door. Mm-hmm. House like look a mess. Right. We in South Philly. Okay. Um, he asked him like, yo, you want to sell your house? Like it looked like it needs some work. What was you mm-hmm. doing with it? Right. And the guy like, yeah, I did really want to sell it. Um, but I can't. It was my right. dad's. My dad died. Right. Whole little story. Mm-hmm. He like, no, you could do this. Like, right. we gonna get it in your name. Mm-hmm. We gonna get this house sold. Right. Put it under contract with him. Mm-hmm. And the assignment fee like that middle number it was thirty thousand. Knocking on the door. Now I don't knock on the door, so I ain't well, about to. Went from knocking on the door to. deal. As is. He didn't touch the house. Right. Did you ever go in a house? I think he went in there like one time. Oh, you went there a couple times. But what but what was so 30 got kicked back to him, but what but what was the whole number like? Uh I think it was like it was 150. It was 150. Right. There you go. (laughs) 
Oh, something. I don't know the exact numbers because wow. this was his deal. But that shit is fucking crazy, bro. Like, yo, yeah, I yeah. Mean, he, he tried to get a fifty thousand drawn off of. He tried to make a fifty a fifty thousand dollar commission. Girl. Yeah. But the house need to work though. So, so your husband, bro. So your husband, bro. He fixes houses. So whenever y'all do y'all business mm-hmm. it's something it, it it basically something wrong it got to be renovated that's where he come in at right and or, he he'll, get, or he, he like pull the contracts for it okay. the gc you just can pull the permits for things okay um and pretty much dictate the work that needs to be done and you can and he got a whole crew that do everything they they fluctuate so we hiring if anybody looking for uh for a job to do some subcontracting but yeah you can slide the home depot grab some people from outside depending on what needs to be done at the time yeah you just can pull the permits at this point. But you can tell you what need to be done in the <laughs> oh, house, though. Man, that shit crazy, man. That, y'all's a crazy team, like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, for real, yeah. like, that shit crazy. But what I wanted to ask y'all, how long y'all been married? We only been married for, like, two years. But how long three. y'all been together? Since 2011, like, eight, nine years. Now, how do you keep the relationship lit? Because after the five-year mark, it seemed like shit started <laughs> Sometimes. How, um, did, how did you do that? Because, you know, that's a, you know. I feel like we, we friends, though. Okay. Like, if you ever caught us, like, outside or talking, like, mm-hmm. we homies. Like, we really, really, really friends. Yeah, so homies. so we beef like friends. Okay. Then we make up. We got, like, an understanding and a respect for each other. Right. It's not just, oh, this is going to be wonderful. Like, we not, <laughs> this ain't no lifetime shit. We don't do that. Yeah. Because we're going to agree to <laughs> disagree because this is what it really is. But, like. Yeah. When 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 it's your homie, no you already know what shit. it's gonna be. Right. Y'all gonna make this shit work. Right. And then it's it's like easy. I feel like it's real good chemistry. It's a really good balance. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm really nice, and he like the protector of that. He like no, you gotta pay attention to who you doing. All those kind of things. Then sometimes it's the opposite. Like depending on the situation where we, are, I'm like no f this, f everybody. Like you know, it's a real 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 good balance. It's, it's like I think teamwork. Okay. I don't know. I feel like what you think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's bro though for sure. That's the game, man. Man, listen, y'all, listen. That that's dope, man. I, I mean, listen. I appreciate you coming on this podcast. Tell the people how they can get in contact with you. How they can get their real estate on information, website, the whole shebang. Listen, man. Anything that you guys need real estate wise, I can be reached at at Rosebuds Investments. So that's R O S E B U D S Investments. So that's at the end. Um, the telephone number is 267-419-ROSE. The website, www.rosebudsinvestments. Um, all it takes is for you to, to reach out. Seriously, we lay everything else out for you. Anything y'all I'm, need, I'm don't sleep on it, man. I got my 250. I'm, don't sleep on so, it. Listen, well, one house can change your number. whole life. Well, yeah, I know. That's, that's why. I, so that number, that's all I got to do is call that number? Yeah, or you could book the... the Right on the website, you go to book an investment calls all lined up. It's real easy. We got structures in place. It's a revolving door. We bring them in, boom, kick them out. Bring them in, boom, <laughs> kick them out. We're going to have a community of rich yeah, people. Said, bring them in, kick them out. I'm serious, <laughs> bring man. Bring them in, kick them out. Yeah. They said the marathon <laughs> <Yo>. continues. That's <laughs> a real thing. That's right. That's, That's right. Thing. Marathon continues. That's right. Let them know. Nipsey, they got it going on. Real yeah, estate. Yeah, man. Listen, well, yo, this your boy DJ Buddy Do for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Dizzy Buddy215 on SoundCloud. Make sure you keep it hip hop. Make sure you get that money. Make sure you get those properties. Peace.